ones got wasted and got an incomplete in Western Civ. Missed the final. Uncle Sam was on me like puke on a wino. The chronology there was unremarkable, but classic. Unlucky lottery number, induction, last acid trip, first train trip, Fort Ord, and then six months of pure ass-kicking misery. I resurfaced half a year later as a buck private and ammo humper for the good old USA with a one-way ticket to Vietnam. But I never saw combat. In fact, I didn't even see Vietnam. I became a REMF, which in the military stands for rear echelon motherfucker. Here's the quick story on that. My dad had been a talent agent before he kamikazied out on the Hollywood freeway. He booked comedians you never heard of into clubs you'd never go to. Dad's old partner had a connection to Bob Hope's USO tour. He pulled a few strings and fixed it so I could stay stateside. I ended up in the Chairborne Infantry booking USO shows for the armed forces, a post I defended valiantly, holding off talent managers and agents from my fifth-floor office on Wilshire Boulevard in L.A. My joke back then was, I find comics that kill instead of commies to kill. After I got out of the service, I spent a kick-ass year on Maui. Sex, drugs, rock and roll. Of course, I've fired up my last blunt. I'm not beaming up on thrusters or bang anymore, either. My acid flashbacks are finally history. I'm clean as the Board of Health, and I'm now absolutely against drugs, which I've said at least 2,000 times to my 16-year-old daughter, Melissa, who listens to these lectures with amused indifference, which is the same expression she wears at traffic court. In the past two years, Melissa has discovered more drugs than Dow Chemical. Every time I do my life-is-a-choice speech, she starts rolling her eyes like I'm the biggest excuse for bad behavior since Sigmund Freud— I should probably add that I'm having a huge problem with Melissa right now. Of course, it didn't help that my wife Evelyn let it drop last Christmas that I was busted and did six months for dealing Pakalolo in Hawaii after Nam. I'll get back to all this later, but for now, suffice it to say that after I got out of the Hawaiian prison, I came back to the mainland and started my business career, mostly retail. I got married in 1990 to Evelyn, my current and only wife, and we had our first and only child, Melissa, a year later. For the past twelve years, I've been running my own internet company in L.A. That's the quick history. Short and sweet, like I promised. There's more. But for now, let's move on. This story begins in January. My wife, my daughter, and I arrived at the Four Seasons on Maui to vacation during the week between Christmas and New Year's. I love that hotel. We go every December. Everybody knows my name there. You walk around and it's, Hello, Mr. Best, or nice to have you back, Mr. Best. Makes you feel important. The only thing I don't like about the Four Seasons at New Year's is it's a magnet for A-type personalities. You see them out on the beach doing mortal combat over sun chairs. They have these cabanas at the pool. Strange as it may seem, there's a sort of pecking order that comes with who gets which one. There are three or four that are on the high ground and command a view of both the beach and the main pool. These have become sought-after sunspots. People scheme and fight for these locations. Personally, I could give less of a shit about being in a cabana. But with my wife Evelyn, it's a life-or-death situation. She's got to have one. 
If I fail to secure her favorite, it's some kind of cosmic confirmation of my worthlessness as a provider. I used to be able to score the right location for a hundred bucks up front. A little palm grease and a poor boy would set me up for the week. But that was five years ago. Things have changed. Hollywood discovered the hotel. With all the Beverly Hills A-list power players, actors, agents, and directors, you have to grab a flat sword and shed blood to get one of these silly little sun tents. Now on arrival, I'm paying 500 to the pool guy, and that only buys me a place at the starting line for one week. If I can get down there early enough and edge the competition, it's ours. Great. Except one of us has to get up at four in the morning to beat the rush and secure it. I've tried to tell Evelyn that it's nuts to make Melissa get up that early and sit in the cabana till we get there, and it's become World War III with the kid every time we ask. But Evelyn loves her power, cabana. She preens.